Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening. The Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. And as always, so glad you're here with me. Don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle. But here we are. You and me. I am glad. It's just you and me right now. Here we are. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. Start by saying that. Have to start by saying that. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here with me. Trader Joe's with a little Don Francisco's hazelnut mixed in. I'm a barista now. I'm a professional barista. What I do is I have this container I keep in the freezer and I put all this French roast from Trader Joe's in there and then I get a can of Don Francisco's hazelnut and there's a lot of mixology involved. I dump like half of that in there and then Mix it up. It's very advanced. Very advanced shit right there. It is so delicious. What what are you drinking right now? Are you drinking something? Do you have a libation? I'm in such a spectacular mood I can't stand it today. I got to go speak last night at an in-person meeting. It was a pretty big meeting. I haven't been able to do that in a long time. and I haven't been at a big meeting in a long time. and I'm safe to do it and felt great about it. And It was just awesome to see so many people and hang out. And I really missed it. More than I realized. Felt great. Felt so good. Felt great to go do stuff with people. Pile into a car and go do something. It's been such a long time. So it was awesome. Dave came with us. You've heard of him on this show. 
Katrina. You've heard of her as well. But we 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 messed it up. We really got we painted the town. We really did some damage. It was fun. <laughs> Guess where we went out for dinner on the way there? Are you ready? A gas station. It was spectacular. Anyways, today I wanted to talk about something. Page 53 in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. In the chapter We Agnostics. Second full paragraph, it says, When we became alcoholics crushed by a self-imposed crisis we could not postpone or evade, we had to fearlessly face the proposition that either God is everything or else he is nothing. God either is or he isn't. What was our choice to be? That's what I wanted to talk about. God either is or he's not. If God is, then he's everything. God's not, then he's nothing. So I'll start by talking about if God's not. Let's say God's not. Let's say God is not. Let's say that nothing means anything whatsoever. Let's say that we started out of nowhere, are going nowhere, and will end up nowhere. And there's just no meaning to anything whatsoever. Let's just say that. There's no right or wrong No good and bad Just everything is just whatever If that's true If I decided that that were true I would be And should be afraid Of everything If I believed that the universe was not intelligent, that it was just dumb and random, then I would be afraid of everything. How do I know that? Because that's how I was when I came to Alcoholics Anonymous. I could convince you there was no God. I could die trying to to convince you, I should say. I love that the book says windy arguments. We we were in windy arguments. That was me. I remember being plastered and talking to people belligerently about how there's no God. And I could, all these reasons I was so, smart and I was afraid of everything and I didn't think that I was afraid of anything I didn't think I was afraid of anything because I I did whatever I wanted and I pinned the speedometer in my cars and you know lived recklessly and 
drank and drove, and I didn't think I had any fear, but I didn't realize until I got coherent that I was afraid of everything. Everything. I had no faith in people. I had no faith that there was any kind of intelligence in the universe. No belief that there was a God. You know, I was cynical. I was the definition of cynical. Which is, you know, you believe that everyone's out for themselves and that's it. There's no... Everything and everyone is selfish. Everything. There's no... There's a fair that comes to, it's a carnival that comes to town. My whole life here in town, every every year. Hasn't been here, obviously, lately, for the first time ever, but I have loved that in sobriety. I've been going there since I was a little kid. And um, I loved it when I was a little boy. I loved it, the haunted house and the, I didn't go in it, but I loved standing outside of it and listening to the throbbing rock music, you know, from the Tilt-A-Whirl and various other rides and looking at the, you know, gory artwork on these sides of these trailers, for the, you know, I, I smelling Degenerator and popcorn and I just loved it so much. And then... Alcohol and drugs became my life, and I had terrible times associated with that. And then when I got sober, I lost my cynicism. The steps took away my cynicism. They took it away. I'm somebody who's pretty close to constantly saying, this is exciting, I'm excited, this is going to be great. I used to be the guy who's, you know, cynical is, I don't know, when you go to the carnival with somebody and they're like, the popcorn's five bucks, that's, that right there is everything I'm not anymore. But I was just that way about everything. Everything was, there was no love in anything. Everything was connected to a negative belief. And I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of people. I was afraid of, you name it, I was afraid. I was afraid of everything. If God's not, if God's not, then it doesn't really matter what you do. You just do whatever you want to do. I can just do whatever I want to do. I There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. I don't know what you believe. It's your own business. I... I I absolutely feel that I just don't believe any of that anymore 
<clears throat> I believe there is a right and a wrong, and a good and a bad, and all that. I believe it. I believe there is intelligence and order and things check out. I believe there's a reality independent of my opinion of it. If there's a can in front of me filled with cyanide and but the can is labeled Sprite and I believe that it's Sprite so that's my reality. I'm just living my truth, man. This is Sprite. And I drink it. Reality doesn't give a shit. It's cyanide and it will kill me. So the idea that there is intelligence, that there is under lying loving intelligence to everything um, without that belief that it's just what are we doing what's the point of anything and I used to feel that way so if you feel that way I get it so though the other side of this let's say that God is now let's say that God is. If God is, I have nothing to worry about. Nothing. If God is, I shouldn't be afraid of anything. shouldn't be afraid of what people are thinking shouldn't be afraid of I can hear it now I have these conversations with people a lot and I, I can hear the debate now coming in well there's some things you should be afraid of i mean as if i'm not considering that as if i'm not considering people do evil things terrible things they are way off and there is downright evil in the world darkness self-centeredness to the extreme if you want to call it that completely consumed with one's own interests I know people are mean, often rude, thoughtless, even evil happens, I think. It doesn't change what I'm thinking. If God is, then the only thing I even have to think about is how can I help that force? And what occurs in front of me is neither here nor there. Ultimately, there's another conversation about that that could be had, but 
If God is, then my only concern is how can I help that force? How can I aid that power? And I shouldn't be worried. It's the wrong focus. It's just how can I help that force? How can I assist? Why am I here? Am I here to leave no mark whatsoever? Does that matter? I used to work for a guy who used to tell me all the time, you know, one day we're all going to be dead and we're just like, you know, the Egyptians. Who cares? Nobody's thinking about them. And I just thought, I don't feel that way at all anymore. So, is it... I don't know. That's that's how I feel about it. I don't... I've asked myself those questions. Is it... Should I just be... Should I not leave any kind of a... Mark? Should I leave a positive one? Should I leave a negative one? Does it matter? How am I to judge that? You can judge that. I can judge that. When I do things out of selfishness, I'm leaving a negative mark. No question in my mind. Unless I correct it, turn it into a beautiful, different texture, if you will. But if I'm just acting selfishly, I'm, I'm leaving a negative mark. I know it. I've seen it. I've experienced it. I've watched it. I believe that. If I'm coming from fear, if I'm manipulating, if I'm coming from anger, I'm not I'm not doing anything that is of value for anyone. I don't think. But if God's everything, then... There's nothing to fear. Nothing. I don't think. Maybe you're saying to yourself, well, that that power, if, if God's everything, it doesn't matter what I do. God doesn't need my help. Okay. You believe that for sure, but there isn't, you know, Entitled to their own belief with all this, obviously. But I absolutely believe that our jobs are to live a lives that were worth saving. That there's a purpose. Things do mean something. There is intelligence. Loving intelligence. Meaning intelligence that cares about my coming into and 
remaining in harmony with reality. So, God is everything's pretty amazing. If God's not, then I should be afraid of everything. I should be worried about every little thing, every little detail. I should try to control, and fix, and aim, and direct. God is everything, then for me, the focus is simple, clear. What is the most loving thing I can do right now? What's loving for me is loving for everyone. What's loving for, what's loving is loving for everyone. That's a puzzle to work on, but that's the question that I contemplate. In every situation, it can never be wrong. Something to work on from here on out, but that's it. Maybe you're the person who needed to hear this. Maybe not. I do have a modeling thing to go to go to now. Today is going to be a big modeling day for me. It's for a sunscreen. And it's called sex. And it's just just makes people think about sex. It just makes you look beautiful. know how dumb it is. Trust me. I'm a part of that. I'm in on that reality. Reality's like, this is not funny. And I'm like, I know, I'm in that circle called reality. I see. I'm telling myself that this is cute. It's not. It's ugly. Alright, I'm going to give a shout out to Happy Joyce and Three on the East and West Coasts. I want to give a shout out to the uh, Silver Gratitudes podcast, podcast Greater Than Yourself. That's not in the book. Anonymous Recovery Podcast. I want to give a special hello to Chelsea. And um, I want to say it to anybody who needs to hear it. That everything's okay. That note, I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving.